You are now listening to Caffeine and Sarcasm. I'm your host, Logan Campbell. Buckle up and brew a cup, because here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back to Caffeine and Sarcasm. I believe this is episode seven. I'm very excited about that. Today's episode is brought to you by, of course, Code Blue Coffee Company. Uh, they got some delicious blends. I just purchased the hazelnut blend, and I'm not a huge fan of flavored coffee, but this stuff is fantastic, so be sure to check them out. Um, also, check out Barbells and Badges, as always. Uh, Mark and I had a great conversation last time. I've, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback uh, from our conversation about leadership and supervisors, um, and I'm really happy about that. So thank you to everybody that has subscribed to the podcast, um, do, done the uh, five-star reviews and everything. Um, please tell your friends, send it out. I know that this gets annoying that I say this all the time, but um, I'm not running ads on this show right now. I'm not um, doing anything like that because um, I don't want to <laughs> right now, I guess. Um, I'm just trying to do this on on my own merit, and uh, you know, I'm not I'm not doing this to make money. I'm doing it for fun, and uh, it has been a a lot of fun. And this <laughs> this episode right here has probably been the most fun that I've had because I got to catch up with a old friend of mine, um, Blake Voigt. Uh, we went to middle school together. We went to high school together. We're uh, old friends from back in the day. Um, he's a magician. Uh, he's an actor. If you've seen. Um, now You See Me, Now You See Me Too, um, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, he was in that, um, any of the magic tricks that Paul Rudd does, um, it's actually Blake, and I, we talk about it in this podcast, so I don't want to go too deep into it um, in this intro, but um, I just I sort of wanted to build Blake up for, um, for what he is, and uh, he's been such a good friend to me over the years, and I'm glad that we were able to catch up. So this is literally the first time we've talked in around 10 years. And so there's a lot of catching up that we did. We have a lot of fun talking about adventures that he's gone on in L.A. and everything. So please, everyone, welcome for your listening pleasure, the magical, mystical Blake Voigt. everybody my guest on the podcast today is a friend of mine from high school we we went to middle school together i mean i even want to suggest that we went to elementary school maybe i don't i don't remember i think it was just middle school and it's been so long it's, it's just absolutely insane please welcome my good friend blake voigt what up thank you for coming hello, hello, on hello. <laughs> Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This is too cool. I, I, I'm just, this is one of those that I was trying to set up and I was like, man, I don't even know if he's going to see my messages. Cause I'm sure you get all kinds of DMS and stuff on in Instagram. And I was like, man, I don't even know if he's going to see it. And you changed your phone number. So I'm like, Oh, he's moved on and forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had changed my phone number, but I still had yours. Well, and good. of course I saw it right away. <laughs> yeah, man. Very, very cool. Well, I tell you what, man. Um, uh, this podcast that I do is literally just about anything and everything. And I'm, I'm trying to, to stray away from doing just police related stuff, because obviously that being my day job, I've focused a lot on that. And some people have been like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, talk to some other folks. And I was like, I know a guy and this will be really <laughs> fun. So I wanted to show you something that I have had in my jacket since 2011, I think. 
What? That yeah. gave me goosebumps. The odd man out. That was uh I wish there was a date on here. It was a show that that Blake did in our hometown of Lebanon, Indiana. Um, it was you were by yourself, I think. Yeah, at the, the milk That's building. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> was, I tested out some new magic ideas there. No, I I had, I had remembered that I still have that jacket that I wore that night, and and right before you came on, I was like. I still have that thing in my pocket. It was, it's in like a zipper pocket in the, the, the breast side. I was like, I got to get that out and show him. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that feeling of finding something like that in your jacket. Yeah. But that's so cool that that thing from that show is there. Nostalgia, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm that performing was a some magic show. for you today. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 sir. Uh, that was a great, fun, crazy experience. I remember... Uh, just wanting to do that whole show was just wanting to do a show at hometown and see everybody I grew up with. And then also like trying out new material in front of a home, home court audience, as opposed to strangers. Yeah. I remember like you did one that it was like a whole tank of bees and, and all kinds of stuff. That was the one man. That that, was the one. That was crazy. If, if you, I'm sure some of you are thinking like, where do I know this guy's name? He was on America's got talent. Uh, season 11 right yeah yeah um, yeah made it to the the semifinals there um blake is a magician he's worked with david blaine david copperfield uh ant-man 2 the ant-man and the wasp he was in that if you, if you see paul rudd doing any of the hand magic tricks blake actually showed him and taught him how to do it it's not cgi it's 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 either blake's hands or it's paul's hands doing the magic um the yeah. magician that's on his little laptop it's so weird. When I watched that movie, I was like, hey, I know that guy. Because <laughs> that's Blake. That's hilarious. In that movie. Yep. So, I, you know, I have, it's always funny. I always try and find that six degrees of separation. You know, have you ever, have you heard that? Where there's yeah, like yeah, six yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I went to high school with Blake, who was, who was in, in a movie with, you know, a Marvel movie with Paul Rudd. So I'm only, you know, three degrees away from in a marvel movie (laughs) that's hilarious yeah once you connect with paul you pretty much can know anybody that guy knows everybody yeah was that was that fun i mean was that just absolutely wild it was amazing it was super awesome uh that was crazy how it all happened the the actual like series of perfect events that led to that happening was outrageous and then um just getting to do it was really cool i've gotten to I've been in Hollywood now for like seven or eight years. And so I've been a part of a few different productions, but the Marvel movie set was just crazy. And I remember everybody being so nice and so good at what they did. And I was sitting there on set with one of the, like, uh, I don't remember what she did on set, but it was one of those jobs where I thought she could have been like, Oh, just another day at the office. Like, like she did, she was like the makeup lady's assistant or something. Mm. And, but she was so nice and she was so good at what she did. And she was like all over the place and everybody was just so on, on the Johnny on the spot. And I, I was like, why is everybody in such a good mood? <laughs> I said to her, I was like, it seems like everybody loves what they do here. And she goes, we're working on a Marvel movie. Of course we like what right? we do. <laughs> <laughs> we're working for Disney. Like, like this is crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. But it's because of it. Everybody was like great at what they did. So that's that was cool. awesome. 
So, I mean, technically, yeah. you're a Marvel employee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, like, uh, I don't know if you've watched the Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Okay. And I don't want to give anything away, like, spoiler alert. No, give them away. Know, but, like, if you haven't but, seen any of the Marvel movies at this okay. point, this is your own fault. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I remember, like, a month after the uh, episode, the final two episodes, the first one, Infinity War came out, and someone was like, were you snapped? Oh. Like, like, did you? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good point. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, clearly you're still here. You didn't uh, get. Well, I came back. Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah, that could be. Yeah. <laughs> That's the <a> spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was uh, it was interesting. Uh, anytime that I do one of these interviews, I try and like do a little bit of research. But to me, I was like, I really don't need to do a whole lot of research. Like. Like we almost grew up together and it's really strange. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I can remember <laughs> here's a, here's a you know bit of trivia. Blake was in an acapella group with me <laughs> and three <laughs> other guys. Do you remember the name of our group? Of course I do. Because we had nothing better to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, that's what we were, a five guy acapella group called nothing better to do. We, we actually did uh the national anthem at an Indians game one time. That yep. was like the biggest we got. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was and cool. I, and I tricked Logan and our three friends into being in that group because they already had the group. And I really wanted to be a part of it so bad. I was like, I can beatbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we were, we were putting it together because we wanted to do okay, okay. that one song. And, and we were just trying to get guys together because we originally had seven. Oh, remember? And no. then we then we knocked it down to five the next year. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So it was you, me. I remember Chris and Curtis. Andrew and Andrew. oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. That was. And then who was the seventh? Oh, my brother was or, in there. So your brother and you, uh, me, Chris, Curtis, Andrew. And then we got Matt. Matt Woodard. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Woody, I Woody. Totally forgot. Dude, I was going That's through amazing. pictures on, on my Facebook of the Pops concert, and I found a yep. couple pictures of us. I'm definitely going to post them on Instagram for, for this for this podcast. because I think my mom still has, like, photos of, of us holding, like, cans crushed. Oh, yeah. Our T-shirts oh, from hosting man. that. I think that was, you know, the last time that, that I saw you in Lebanon, I think that was the last time I saw your, your grandparents, your mom, Linda. I think it's yep. been, the last time how is everybody good good yeah crazy i mean i feel like everybody's crazy right now oh yeah so it's like daily catch-ups with everybody yeah. you know is, is uh or weekly is like holy crap yeah what about you <laughs> everything good with, with oh, yeah. you and your family yep nice everything's good um so you're out in cali right so you've got some some crazy lockdowns going on out there yeah man they uh what's today today's monday so i think Everything shut down again today. You're so, kidding. No. Oh my gosh. So like everything except I don't I don't even honestly know. It'll be a drive around today to figure out what all was. <laughs> Where can I get something to eat today? Yeah, no, seriously. I've I've uh, become really good at postmates. Oh know? yeah. It's like it's just easier than trying to figure out is this place still open because oh, on sure. google it says it's open but on yelp it says it's closed wow and all this yeah 
That's What's crazy. it like in where where are you right now? I'm in I'm I don't in, want this to be a, a one way catch up call because I know all of your listeners know everything about you. Yeah, I mean I, I mean that's I, <laughs> I wanna get caught up on you as well. Yeah, I'm in northern Indiana. I'm close to Michigan. Okay. Now okay. so um but I mean it's not too horrible here. We're our county is like in a red stage or whatever because we had an increase in COVID, but you know it's then what county are you in? I don't want to divulge that. <laughs> oh, write it down and hold it up. Oh yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> no, no, um, I don't even know awesome. if is that is it even going to be backwards. I got it. Okay. All right. I've heard of that. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to to just talk briefly. I I was like I said I was doing just a little bit of research, just kind of looking at like your yeah yeah, yeah. your like Wikipedia, which is strange that that a friend of mine has oh, a Wikipedia. My gosh. Um, that, I haven't looked at that. I don't know how accurate that all is. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, let's see. Hang on. My alarm to wake up for this keeps going off. Let me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're three uh, hours behind me, so. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, I remember seeing, because I had followed uh, Eric Stone Street, the actor Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. Um, yep. He plays Mitch on, on Modern Family. Oh, excuse me, Cam on Modern Family. And yep. you guys like became friends, which how, how did that, <laughs> yeah. that was so weird. Like, cause I was, I was watching his Instagram and I'm like, well, Blake's there. What, what is going on? How did that happen? Uh, that happened. Like everything that's happened in LA for me has happened the exact way I'm about to tell you this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing is ever, uh, normal, but I have a friend, Justin Willman who's a magician who has like uh, an amazing magician, successful magician out here. And he was asked to do a modern family rap party. So their season two seasons ago ended the filming. So this would have been a while ago and he was asked to do magic at it and he could not. So he gave them my name. And so I was like, okay, like, yes. They're like, are you, (laughs) Are you available? Like, yes. Like, we didn't even give you the date. I'm available. Yeah. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> you know? um, and so I was walking around the party showing like everybody, like the crew is super cool. Again, that type of crew, everybody. Like, well, you work on a non- successful show like that. I mean, it's, it, you gotta be in a good mood. It's just. And I met everybody after like nine seasons. So they had been, a, they're a family. Like yeah. they've all worked together for nine years. And so uh everybody was super cool and then obviously the main faces of the show were cool as well right in in real life they were nice and then i met eric and he was like oh man i didn't know there was gonna be a magician here and i was like yep he was like i wish i would have i wish i would have known we could have set something up and i was like cool like yeah yeah yeah." (laughs) And, and he was like He's like, so what kind of tricks do you have on you and he started saying like magic terms oh but like like the lingo like yeah. like do you have any of these on you do you have any of these? and i was like what the heck's going on so stuff like, that what? only magicians should know yes like very much okay in the know lingo and i was like you're speaking my language like what is going on <laughs> and he was like i'm a magician and i was like what i didn't know that he's me neither and so i uh, was like uh i mean here i have two five of hearts in my pockets so i'm gonna give you this one you put it in your pocket we're gonna go over there and show uh ty burrell who plays like the 
the main dad on Modern yeah. Family and, and, and the creator of the show. They Phil. were standing over there. I was like, Phil, yep. And um, the creators of the show, I was like, I'm going to go show them some magic. Oh, and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. So they're all over there. Okay. And I was like, after I'm there for a couple minutes, you walk up as if you want to see a trick. I'll make one of them pick my extra five of hearts. And then I'll like throw cards at you or something and it'll look like it appears in your pocket. He's like, done. And he <laughs> left. He like, he walks away and I was like, okay. So we go over to the, I'm showing the magic, showing the magic. He walks over and he's like, hey guys, what's going on? You know, he's an actor. Right. <laughs> so, like as opposed to anybody else I've ever tried this with, this went really well. Yeah. And so we get to the part where like, I'm like, the five of hearts is gone. Check your pocket. And he was such a good actor that I almost thought he might have forgot what we were doing <laughs> in the moment. Like, like he wasn't drunk. No, he wasn't drinking. Like, I was he like, was selling it so remember? well, though. So well. He's such a good actor. I was like, does he remember there's a card in his pocket? And so he reaches in, takes it out. I don't know what the language rating is on your podcast. No, you say whatever, man. All right. He pulls out. He was like, fuck you, mother. And he throws the card, <laughs> hits me in the face with this card, and storms out of the bar. <laughs> and he sold it so well that it was the talk of the party. Like, everybody's like, did you see him get Eric with that card trick? Like, oh, Eric's that's fried. awesome. It was great. But then I was so bummed because I was like, oh, now I can't go hang out with him because then everybody will know. Yeah. We set that up. And oh. so... Uh, the next day I woke up to an Instagram message. He found me on Instagram that night yeah. and direct messaged me. He's like, I'm a magician. If you ever want to like come over and talk magic. And then that's how it kind of, it went from there. That's but crazy. that, that actually led to me going to Kansas city and being a part of an amazing, uh, like charity event that he hosts with his friends every year. And one of his friends is Paul Rudd. Oh, so, I went to Kansas City and met Paul. And two weeks later, he was in the table read for Ant-Man 2. And he read in the script, Paul does a magic trick. And he was like, can I get my new friend, Blake, who I met two weeks ago oh to fly gosh. out? So all of that stuff, hilariously, was related. Just a domino effect. That's incredible. Yeah. Small world, being in the right place at the right time, and people being cool out here was the way all that happened. Man, and that's it's so funny to me because that's so opposite of what I think the the idea of what people think Hollywood is. They think it's just a bunch of stuck up people that you know, yeah, they walk around thinking their shit doesn't stink, and it's like really, it's if you get to know the people and. The, you know, then you can be pointed in the right direction. And as with any job, I'm a firm believer of it's who, it's all about who you know. And, yeah. And I, I really kind of think that, that that's a good example of that. That's absolutely wild, man. I, yeah. Well, there are those stuck up people out here. Oh, yeah. But like you said, but it's like you just said, you said uh, you get pointed in the right direction. I feel like, you know, it's just you see that and you're like, okay, I don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. And then you see the good and the cool people and, the nice people. And it was so funny. Like when I first moved out to LA, I had a small group of friends and it finally hit me. It was like, wait, you're from Missouri. You're from Ohio. You're from Kentucky. And we're all out. Like all of my good friends, when I first moved out to LA, were all Midwest people. Wow. <laughs> it, was like, it was really weird that like, I didn't really make a lot of 
Los Angeles friends at first. It was all like people who were kind of doing what I was doing. Yeah. So you've yeah. got, I know that you, are you still with Theory 11? You still do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I do do tricks with them and, and work with them regularly. Yeah, that's, uh, I, if you go to uh, Target, Meyer. Uh, any of the stores and like I, I posted the picture on my Instagram stories of the theory 11 star Wars cards. Uh, yeah. They, I mean, I, I, I have a, one of the decks I, they're it's downstairs, but um, I think it's the Monarch one. The, yeah, I have that one. The, if you, if you like really fancy playing cards, these things are so artistically created. It's, it's incredible, but it's, it's weird because when they first were released, I was walking through target and I was like, I know the guy that made those. Like, <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Um, That's crazy. The funny thing for me is that in high school, I worked at a, a local pizza joint that's known in Indiana called Arnie's. And I served <laughs> tables there. And on Mondays, it was kids night. And Blake got hired as the magic entertainment that would walk around to the different tables and perform magic for the kids. And all of us that worked at the restaurant couldn't stand kids night because kids ate for free. And it was just, you know, it just, you know, it would create the, you know, parents would bring their kids in with Cheerios and all kinds of shit. And they just, you know, leave these giant messes for you. And, and, you know, because the kids ate for free, the, the bill was smaller. So your tip wasn't as good, but then Blake started showing up for, for kids night. And everybody was like, Oh man, I hope Blake's here so we can watch him do magic and everything. It's just, it's crazy how you've gone from kids night and Ar Arnie's restaurant in Lebanon to dude it's that's just so funny yeah and I was just talking about Arnie's last week with my girlfriend Bonnie out here because I was trying to explain to her she was talking to me about having worked at a restaurant because she had been a server at a restaurant and I was like I worked at a restaurant yeah and she was like you did and I was like well I did and I didn't I was like I was around it like I was like a cousin of someone who were, you know, like, like I was, I was on the outskirts. Like I wasn't out at the restaurant, but I wasn't in the mix. And then she was like, explain, like, what did you do exactly? Yeah. And I was like, well, I walked table to table. And she goes, oh, well then you didn't work at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, I wasn't like, I mean, the pe the servers and the people who were working were my friends and like, I saw what they went through and she's like, yeah, but you didn't go through it. <laughs> I was like, you didn't but I tried to explain. It. Yeah. I tried to explain to her. I was like, she's like, you were there one night a week and for you just doing tricks <laughs> to people. That wasn't, that's not the same as going through what a server goes through. Well, it was a lot of fun so. though, because when you were working and you know, you'd be at one of my tables or whatever. And I'd be like, Hey kids, you want to see me do a trick? Cause you taught me how to do the levitate thing. Oh my God. You know, the, yes. the face away from, from everybody. It's the whole David Blaine, like, you know, oh, I, I can't do it looking at you. So I have to look away and, you know, it makes it look like you're levitating and everybody would be like, whoa, the server's in on it too. <laughs> it was just, it was wild. That's so amazing. It was, I forgot about that. Yeah, I had too until like the other day, I was like, oh my gosh, he totally did magic at, at Arnie's, which is just absolutely crazy. And you still have that trick holstered now. Oh yeah, you ever need it. I've actually done it. I, I've done it to <laughs> drunk people before. That's amazing. Cause, cause That's they, amazing. You know how you know how they are. You know, so it's just like it's a good audience for magic. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of audiences for magic, I mean, you, you've done, you did America's Got Talent, which you did. You were in the semifinals for that, and that that was weeks long. You were in there with the 
tape face guy, right? Yeah. I, I remember yep. watching it and I was like, I was like, because you always did the little promos with him and he'd just be standing there with his eyes wide open. I, Man, I mean, that guy was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he just, he seemed like he had such a Every, niche. Everybody, thing. yeah. Everybody was so cool on that show. Again, like it seems like the higher up you get in certain entertainment things, just everybody is so nice and good at what they do in that respect. Tape face. I was obsessed with him uh, on YouTube because he was really well-known in the UK before he broke in, I feel like, the US through America's Got Talent. But mm. he was really well-known. So I'd seen all of his YouTube videos, was obsessed with him. And not because of him, but unrelated, there's a magic trick where you don't talk. And, and you do a trick, and then at the end, a card comes out of your mouth. And so I had worked on that with duct tape wrapped around my face which other magicians had done before right and that was the trick i really wanted to do on america's got talent and so that was the trick i auditioned with and i got through on and then i went to go film in front of the audience and the judges that day and they're like we're gonna have to reschedule you you can't do this anymore and i was like why yeah and they're like someone else has done something similar and i was like oh if some other magician made a card like mine's different and they're like no 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 no, someone's like someone did something very similar and i was like okay like i can't wrap my head around what would be so similar yeah to this trick and then a couple weeks later i saw that he was on the show and i was like oh that makes yeah perfect sense. <laughs> the guy who performs with tape on his face yeah tape um, face yeah, I, I but he was super of, cool. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. I mean, you know, I went, see, when I was in college, I went and uh, this is a full disclosure here, uh, a, a not very well-known secret. I went and auditioned for American Idol when I was in college. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I because went, you were part of the Hoosier singing the Ball group, State, right? yeah. Yeah, Ball, Ball State, State University Ball State. singers. Chirp, chirp. Yeah. And shout out to all the Ball State people. Um <laughs> But uh, I had went down to Orlando. I went all the way down to Orlando, Florida, and and did it. And it's it's crazy how, you know, they they make it look on TV to where everybody gets in front of you know the main judges. That's so inaccurate, and and it's it's created for TV because you know yeah. we were we were put in this giant stadium. I think it was where the Orlando Magic play, and there were literally oh, cool. thousands of people there. I mean, it was insane, and there were three tables down in the middle of the court where there were three judges sitting at it and lines of three people in front of each judge. And we waited all day, like six hours to get down there and you'd sing for like 15 seconds. The next person would oh sing, the next person would gosh. sing and they'd say, no, 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 or yes, no, no. And then that was it. And then, you know, the, the folks that were the judges, you know, sorry dog it's a no for me he wasn't even there brandy jackson right these are just producers but right obviously it was a no for for them dog for me um but it was interesting to watch from because we were up in the balcony we could see everybody and like for an hour it was you know people dressed like country stars and then for another hour it was you know the crazy people who were you know obviously just doing something to get on television and then right, there was the, right, right. you know, the, the good looking blondes. And then there was the, the guys. And it was funny how you, you could totally tell that it was just producers like, yep, this guy, because this is what we need. This guy, because this is, yep. what it was absolutely wild. Totally. Well, I was part of, for AGT, I was precast. 
So okay, I did not go and audition. So this is I can okay. It's like seven hour story. Let me figure I could <laughs> sum this up in like seventy seconds. But I did a show called Penn and Teller Fool Us. Right. Yeah. On the CW, and then they saw that and they wanted ah. me to be on AGT. So they called me in for precasting. I auditioned for like the three guys like you described who were producers and they said yes. And then I went to go record in front of the real judges and then they said yes. And so I got standing ovation from the audience, four judges yeses. And then I was on cloud nine and I walked off stage and a, and a lawyer walked over to me and he was like, you're not in on the show yet. And I was oh. like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, here's your information packet. Here's all this stuff. Like we'll, we'll be in touch if you're going to be on the show. Yeah. And I was like, huh? 24 hours later, I got a call and they're like, we got too many X's this season. You're not on the show. Oh. So I was like, Oh, okay. I didn't even know that was possible, but yeah. I guess that makes sense. If you think about it, they told too many people. Yes. And they decided to cut me from the footage. Right. And then they were like, but you live in Los Angeles and your act isn't a big prop. Like you're a magician. So if we have any cancellations, we'll let you know. And it sounded like a polite thing. Like, okay. Yeah. You know. Don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. So, but then sure enough, one month later, one of the um, out of country acts, their visa didn't go through. Oh no. And with 24 hours notice, they were like, you made it to judge cuts. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> And they're like, can you come in tomorrow? And because then you'll, then we will show your thing. And we, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was the real story behind that. Wow. So, so by default, you were, you yeah, were, yeah, yeah. But Somebody don't let do that fool you. Don't let that, that story fool you because, the, you know, I know that you can't see Blake right now, but I can just, there's magic like floating around him. Oh. Really weird. I mean, the, the guy's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it's funny. I wanted to see, I have a deck of cards here. Um, oh. I wanted to see if if you knew a trick. I'm gonna put you on the spot here that you could make me do. Whoa! Right here. Do you know of any? No, uh, but I'll make one up right oh, he's now. He's gonna make one up. This is this is. And if it uh, doesn't work, you can like edit this out, right? Absolutely, I can edit it out. <laughs> or if it's just really funny, I'll leave it in and everybody will laugh. Um, I just moved, so I don't know where any of my cards are. To be completely honest with you, um, we'll just use we'll just use yours, maybe. Okay. I should have cards. Hold on, my headphones might unsync. Let me go grab some. <laughs> I have a thousand decks of cards in this apartment. <laughs> shuffle yours. Can you still hear me? Yep, I can still hear you. All right, shuffle yours while I try to find a deck. All right, I'm gonna shuffle. <laughs> I'm shuffling here. Blake's okay. walking around his new new apartment. Yeah, I just found a. Open deck. Do I need the jokers here? Uh, you can take those out. Okay. Is that a full deck? It's a full deck. Are you playing with the full deck? Yeah. Okay. This, I just opened mine, so I'll take mine out. And I'll shuffle mine. Let me see yours. You can just spread yours like this. Let me make okay. sure. Oh, see, mine hasn't even been shuffled. Okay, it's good. Yeah, good? square them up. Those are cool. Good. Yeah, All they're right, uh, so they got your, little American flags on them. Leave your cards like this, face okay. down. I'll try to I'll try to uh, talk through it <laughs> since people are listening. Yeah. Um, okay, so what I'm gonna have you do is take 
your top card okay. and deal it face down in front of you. Okay. Do I look can at you it? Point your yeah. No, you can leave it face down in front of you. Okay. And then can you point your camera down so I can see? But it's mm. face down, so it doesn't really matter. Or that's okay. And then deal the next card face down on top of that. On top of it? Okay. Yep. And then on top. And then deal. And I'm going to deal one for every time you do. So okay. And then just tell me when you want us to stop. Okay. And we'll just keep doing We'll stop now. Okay. You want another one or leave it, leave no, it there? No, let's leave it. Okay. Put the rest of the deck aside. Okay. Do we need to make sure that we have the same amount of cards here? Eh, as long as it's close. Okay. Good question, though. I'm making this up, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, grab all of the cards that we just dealt okay. on the table and put them in your hands. All right. Okay, and deal uh, the first card Okay. Uh, either to your right or to your left. doesn't matter. Okay, I'm going to go to my left. That's the top one? Yes. Which one did you go to? The top one to, to my your, left. Yeah, okay, and now the next one, go to the other direction, to okay. your right. And now keep doing this. Okay. Okay, and then uh, whenever you run out of cards, hopefully last, we both run out of last cards. Last card. Okay, so <laughs> we have two piles, one pile on your right and one pile on your left, Okay. right? And I have the same thing. This is my right, this is my left. Okay. Uh, which pile do you have a better feeling about, your right or your left? Well, I've never spent much time on the left side of anything, so I'm going to go right. Okay, <laughs> lift, up your, lift up your right pile, and I'll lift up mine. Okay. And I'm going to show you, you can hold yours still, but I shuffled my deck, you shuffled your deck. Right. I'm going to show you the card that's on top of my pile is the five of hearts. Okay. So this is just regular cards, regular new deck. Right. I did all the shuffling, same as you. Would you please show me what's on top of your pile? Yeah. No way! <laughs> it's the five of hearts. Oh my it's God. the five of hearts. <laughs> Oh, that's creepy, man. <laughs> through Zoom, through audio. That was incredible. I, I, is that the first time you've ever done that? Ever tried that, yeah. <laughs> oh, Like man. I said, you're, you're my friend, home court. I can try out new stuff. <sighs> I believed you that you would edit it out. <laughs> the first Zoom magic trick ever done right here on Caffeine and Sarcasm. <laughs> Boom. Dude, that was, oh, man. Every time you do something like that, it makes it, oh, creeps me out. That's a nostalgic feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I used to help you set up, uh, oh, the one where you throw the cards at the, the glass. Oh, yeah. You know, and the cards on the other side. Like it, That was what was really fun, knowing Blake and working with him was, is, you know, he would pull me aside sort of like he did with Eric Stone Street. Hey, I need you to help me set up this, this card trick. And, you know, oh, yeah. on it. And it was, it was just so much fun. To do that. I feel like we did that a lot at Arnie's, didn't we? Like, if a there was a times, table, yeah. it's like, I'm going to hand you this. Would you, like, put this here, slip this here? Yeah, man. Um, Anything to get some, we... some extra tip money. That's what, that's what it's yeah. about, man. <laughs> People really dug that, especially, like, the collaboration or, like, I'd hand something off to you and be like, now look on the other side of the restaurant. And it's like, how did it get over there? And Logan's <laughs> over there, like, how did it? I like, don't know. You can act, but you can act too. So like, you know, Logan would be like, I don't know. How did it get over yeah, here? So right strange. over where I was a few moments ago. <laughs> yeah, well, that was you fun. Know, since you know that I can act, when I go out to LA, I'm going to call you. And, yeah, man. you know, I mean, we can just get hooked up and, and do it that way. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. I wish. 
no, I mean, I could introduce you to all the cool people oh, and man. none of the, none be... of the bad ones. Yeah. And, and it's, it's weird to me. Cause you know, there, I mean, Blake and I haven't spoken for over 10 years. That's crazy. I, I was just say. realizing that like, when we were setting this up. It's weird. And, and it's, I feel like we haven't missed a beat, which is, you know, what I always Agreed. want with, with friendships that I haven't, you know, you, you get out of touch and you, and you yep. just run back into it. But every once in a while, I, I do the creepy thing and I Google, you know, people that I know <laughs> or whatever, you know, or YouTube them. And I would, I came across a couple of years ago where you were on uh, MTV, the New Year's thing. And it was with uh, oh, um, yeah. Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull. Yep. And I was like, and that was when my wife and I first got together. And I was like, I know this guy. <laughs> like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's so yeah. crazy. I, I remember that. That's cool. That one was wild. That was another another example, two stories that just made me think of. MTV. So don't let me forget that because okay. I have a funny – because you and I, MTV, Oh, my New gosh. York. We were on – Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Bro, I have a follow-up for you on that story that's going to blow that's, that's your a good mind. One. That's a good one. All right. Okay, I'm going to end there. But so MTV, or it was a, a New Year's Eve special with Pitbull that was all pre-taped. So that looked like it was live on New Year's right. Eve. Right. It wasn't live. Uh, my mom came out um, to oh, Miami. Linda. And we, Linda, we <laughs> pre-filmed it. It was awesome. And then... I was just watching on TV with everybody else the New Year's Eve thing, having no idea if that was going to air. Oh, my so gosh. So they filmed three magicians doing three tricks, and they were like, if for some reason we run into an issue live, we're going to go to the magic tricks. <laughs> and we were like, oh, great. So little did we know they ran into a bunch of issues, but mine was the third trick, and I didn't know even know if it was going to air uh but then people are like are you in miami right now i was like <laughs> um but anyway so mtv do you remember who we saw on mtv chris dodger and i went yeah yes yeah he was, was he had just got kicked off of american idol yes so logan and i went on a road trip with charisma our show choir yes our right? high school show choir yes yeah and we, we got to New York, and we went to the filming of MTV... TRL, Total Request Live. TRL, yes. And this was, and this was after guest... Carson Daly was gone. So it was, it, was, it was funny because we were walking by... That day was insane because we were walking by MTV Studios, and I think the producers or somebody was standing outside, and they saw this group of high schoolers, and they stopped us. They were like, hey, do you guys want to be on TRL? And we were like, yeah. So our first time on TV together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so we get inside and they, you know, start positioning us in, in the different areas. And TRL is so weird the way they film it, but they had said that uh, Chris Daughtry was going to be there. And I was a huge fan of him on American Idol. Cause that was like season three or four when it was, yep. you know, it seemed like it was more real. And <laughs> in between commercial breaks, uh, Chris Daughtry, they were doing an interview with him and he was talking about his solo album and in between commercial breaks, he was moving positions. And I was like, I'm not going to not talk to Chris Daughtry. So as he walked by, I stood up and stuck my hand out. I was like, hey, you know, Chris Daughtry, my name's Logan Campbell. I voted for you on American, you know, I voted for you on American Idol. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. You know, and just kind of moved on. Didn't he do this? Yeah, we shook Should hands I... and, and we did the fist bumps. Yeah. I was standing next to you when yeah. all this happened. Yes. Okay. 
Ready for part two of this story? Let's do it. Let's hear it. This is exciting. <laughs> I'm in Kansas City because of Eric Stone Street. And I'm, I'm at this celebrity. Uh, it's like a celebrity weekend. But the only reason why I'm there is because I do tricks. And they, all of the celebrities go room to room at this children's hospital. And they visit with the kids who are in the hospital. And I did magic to all the kids. So we're doing all these, like this amazing charity work to raise money for the children's hospital. And at the end of the weekend, all of the celebrities get together in the theater and they put on like a variety show, like a pops concert. Right. Where all these celebrities who have talents people don't know about and some that do have talents people know about, they all just perform. And so I've gone for a couple of years now. And the second year I went, uh, guess who was there? No way. Chris Daughtry. <laughs> Chris motherfucking Daughtry. So <laughs> I'm like, like, I don't know until we show up. Yeah. So he turns out to be the coolest dude. And we're hang- his wife is super cool. So I'm hanging out with him the whole weekend. Yeah. Sit on the bus because we go to different events together. And when we're, I just couldn't bring myself to tell him this story. So on the, <laughs> on the last night, on the last night, uh, we were in Kansas City. We're doing, the, and he performed like the audience, and it was yeah. just insane. And forget like by the end of the weekend, like oh yeah, you can fucking sing, like you can sing, yeah. sing, because he's a super cool he, dude. No, he he can't sing, he can sing, like <laughs> yeah, 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 like really from the he's got pipes, man, yeah, and man. so. We there's like 30 celebrities and Blake and we're all and we're all we're all in line to go like run on stage and I just got lined up behind him and so we're backstage getting ready to, and, and he turns and turns to me and he's like oh man let's do this and he fist bumps me and I was like all right I gotta tell you the story <laughs> like I was like we have fist bumped backstage before and he was like what <laughs> I was like show choir New York MTV TRL he's like. I remember that. No he, way. Not, not, he didn't remember this, right. but he remembered like being on TRL. And I was like, I think you had these leather straps on your wrist. And he was like, oh my God, <laughs> I did. So he remembers talking to you and I hey, at uh, TRL. That is hilarious. Full circle right there, man. Full circle, man. That is You're incredible. You and I first time on TV together. Uh, Probably my last yeah. time on TV, honestly. <laughs> That was so cool, man. That is awesome. But you know, it's yeah. funny because I've YouTubed that. I've tried to find it, but I can't find it. Oh, anywhere. that episode, that of, episode TRL. of TRL. I can't find it anywhere. So it lives on in your mind, my mind, yeah. his mind, yeah. and now all of your listeners' mind. Yes, clearly. So <laughs> maybe one of y'all out there can find this video, and you will see young Logan Campbell and Blake Voigt right in the center of the video. I mean, we, we were put right in the middle, and it's like. Why do they put these two, you know, two kids right in the middle when there were so many other people? But they they threw us in there. And you know what else I remember from that specifically was the set on TV of TRL looked so amazing and so fancy. And if I remember correctly, when you and I were there and we were backstage, it was like, oh, those shiny spheres. I think those are cooking bowls. Yeah. I think like, <laughs> like we were, we, we saw behind the scenes yeah. and we were like all of these fancy things that look one way on TV, they're actually like kitchen utensils, Yeah, but they're, they're, they're lit correctly. And, and it was like a cool insight into that. I vividly remember the TRL set being one of the first TV sets that I ever saw. Yeah. And there was like, there was always like tape all over the floor 
and like, oh, you, know, yeah. you stand right here and you 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 know there was that dude, i don't remember so vividly this one dude that was like i don't know what he was he was one of the producers but he he had a you know big set of earphones on and when the the light would come on that would say applause and he would he would sit there and like pump his arms like yeah, like and he i just remember he was like veiny and like huge this giant guy i was like man i better clap harder or this guy's gonna beat oh me up oh my gosh that's so funny <laughs> yeah. yeah that was such a crazy trip especially that day because we left mtv studios and we went walking down by central park and that was when i met david arquette we just ran into him. It was there was some award ceremony going on or something because he was he was uh, dressed in like a suit, but his tie was untied. And he was just walking down the street, and he walked past us, and I was like, "Guys, that was David Arquette." And I turned around, I said, "Mr. Arquette, can we get a picture?" He's like, "Yeah, sure." And you know, we took a picture. So we're he's walking away, and uh, Kelsey Grammer drives by. Uh, Fraser. Yeah, this sounds made up. I, I'm, I'm, so I'm dead crazy. serious. I, I, I know. I there know, are people that can vouch for this story. No, so, <laughs> I can vouch. I just forget. Yeah. So Kelsey Grammer drives by and he waves, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, it's Kelsey Grammer!" So then we look across the street, and it must have been where everyone was leaving this this charity ceremony or whatever. And uh, Deborah Messing walks out from Will and Grace, dude, and I was like, "Oh my so gosh, funny. like this is New York." <laughs> like, it was just all in one day. <laughs> This is exactly what New York is like everywhere. All yeah, the time. all the time. It's which is so That's inaccurate because my wife and I went to New York last year, and you know, just as a three day vacation. And I love New York City. I, I absolutely love Me it. It's, too, yeah. it's a shame that it's it's gone the way it is right now with the lockdowns and everything. But there's there's something magical about that city, and yep, you know, especially from my first time going there with with all of us in high school and getting on MTV and stuff. So that was the standard. That's that the standard for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. When I go to New York, I'm on TV. Otherwise, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny, man. That's awesome that you ran into Chris Daughtry because last last summer, um, they there's a you know, our four H um fair does concerts. They have a concert series because we've got a, quite a large four H fair. And they typically will contract people out years ahead before they get really big and they'll come and do shows at this, at our County's 4-H fair, which is really cool. Um, yeah. I, I ended up, uh, we can do security for them and. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which that's, that's really neat. Um, so last year Daughtry came and I was, I was working the gate, which no I was, way. I was upset because. Uh, I couldn't work the concert, but I, I really wanted to work the concert that night. So, because we can go backstage and, you know, it, yeah. we, don't, we don't get paid for it. If we work the concert, our payment is just being close to the show and you know, oh, cool. getting backstage and all that stuff. So I didn't yeah. get to, to get back there, but I was so mad because I wanted to tell that story to, to Daughtry, but I'm glad that somebody did that. Oh yeah. You know, somebody was able to, to remind him like, Hey, you were on TRL and I met you. <laughs> And now, like, whenever your path does cross with him, which, you know, who knows how life goes and stuff, you can be like, I was hoping to be the first one to tell you this story, right. but I've heard Blake already told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of, my, one of my buddies already did. That's uh, funny. Well, because uh, two years ago, or no, three years ago now, um, I worked a concert. I worked uh, Dustin Lynch. 
And oh, cool. so I got to be backstage with Dustin and everything. So that, that was really cool. That's but cool. That's, that's sort of our payment for working those concerts is, is getting to do that's that. That's awesome. I really wanted to do Daughtry just so I could be like, man, <laughs> but I'm glad that somebody came full circle with it. That's incredible. Yeah. And like I've found, and we already spoke about this on here, but like there are some people who are one way on camera mm-hmm. and then another way in real life, which is fine. Like they have a, persona of this nice perfect person on screen and then they're not that at all in real life and i've found about 50 50 is my hit rate out here with meeting people it's like oh man you're not i wish you would be as cool as i want you and chris is one of the few people who is like 10 times cooler in real life than you hope he is and and he's already cool but he was like you know and it's always cool whenever you meet people like that and they're like, Oh, you, you know, from like being backstage and right. stuff and meeting people like that. It's like, I'm so happy to know you're actually a nice person. Yeah. You're, you're actually a real human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I wanted to stray away from questions like this, but because we're on the topic, I may as well, like who's the number one person that you've, that you've wanted to meet or have met. And you were like, yes, like it was, it was incredible. Oh man. Because I, I know you've uh, been through several, and you know I don't. I like I said, I'm not one to just sit here and and name drop. Yeah, hey, my yeah. buddy Blake Void has met all these people, but you know it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I I don't have a list. I guess I mean, like mine would be magicians. Oh yeah, like that I look up to, and I've I've been Which, lucky. To that's get on my list. We're to, gonna get to that here in just a minute. But like I've I've I look up to and are, are more obsessed with magicians maybe than than actors and stuff and it's always cool to meet actors but yeah. I've I've kind of become numb to the idea like oh they're all just real people mm-hmm. so like they they are not um, above everybody else in any way some of them are just more famous but I think you know Paul Rudd was definitely. Yeah. Like he's one of the, you know, him and Eric, those, those superstars, like Jason Sudeikis is really cool. Um, but, but Paul was just like, like any movie you've ever seen Paul in, like where he, as an actor, like, you know, how they're kind of similar roles. Oh yeah. He, he that's, has that's, a, a line delivery. That's just so him. He's a lot like Vince Vaughn to me. They can just, yeah. you know, they have a certain way they deliver their lines, but he is that person. So like, he is 100%. He's Paul Rudd. So like he's not acting. Like he's not those delivery lines that you're talking about. That's how he talks. Like uh. he is hilarious in real life. He's so freaking cool. The thing that's crazy is like he is Paul Rudd. So like he is he look like it's weird, you know, he's a normal person but he is him. So when you're around him yeah. and like when we were working on the movie like we went out and he and I went to a bar together with the two other dudes and you see like it's hard for him to go out it's hard for him to like get to be out with people and i remember like we were he sat so no one could see his face right which was a bummer but we were like in the corner and we were having a blast and he was in the middle of telling the story and this guy came over drunk and was like you and i are gonna take a picture together right now and Paul was like in the middle of a story, like yeah. a really funny story. And Paul was like, oh, no, man, maybe maybe later I'm kind of in the middle of – of." Uh, and the guy was like, you won't take a picture with me? And Paul was like, maybe later. Like maybe later, like I'm kind of in the middle. 
And the guy like walked over. He's like, "Oh, who knew Paul Rudd was an asshole?" And oh. so I'm walking away, and I was like, "No." Then <laughs> <laughs> you just see like how rumors could get started about a celebrity being not nice. When yeah. in, in actuality, it was like they get pretty invaded with a lot of their personal stuff. Oh, I'm sure, because everybody yeah. always knows everything about them through tabloids and yep. TMZ and and all that jazz. Yeah. That's crazy. But that guy is one of the nicest guys that I've met out in LA. Yeah. Man, that sounds yeah. like fun. Cause I, I always, re, you know, remember back to when he was on friends, you know, he's, he's Phoebe, he becomes Phoebe's husband. And I always think about when he's playing the imaginary piano, like that's who I think of as Paul Rudd. And then, you know, he became this, the Ant-Man, which, you know, I, I grew up loving comic books and everything so much. And, you know, he embodied that character for me. And it was just so cool to see that come to life. And well, then here's the other thing like people don't know about celebrities, like they freak out around celebrities too, right? So, what was kind of funny was like I got to know Paul, and so we worked together for a while. And like I would call him a legit friend. It's like there's some people you meet, and you're like, I have met him, right? And there's other people we work together, yeah. And then there's other people like we worked together for months and we're emailing videos back and forth because he really learned all that stuff, so like. And then we do the celebrity thing every the the charity event for the kids. So like, I would call him a real friend. Like he's a dope dude. Yeah. And once we got to know each other a little better, like I feel like I'd had a few drinks in me to ask him this. <laughs> but like we were we got drunk at a bar and we were walking back to the hotel, and I was like, "Hey man, so like, what was it like in the Avengers?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> and I was like, really? And I was like, do you have any like <clears throat> crazy things that happened? He goes, I remember meeting Robert Downey Jr. and it was the coolest. Thing. <laughs> he was like, I met Iron Man. And I was like, oh. <laughs> but you just don't think about it because he was like, I was so nervous to meet him and act with him. Yeah. He was so cool. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> It's so funny because his character loves Captain America. That's America's yeah, yeah, yeah. ass. <laughs> you know? Yes, 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 yes. But like those movies have made those superheroes so surreal. Oh yeah. That like you don't think about. It. He was like uh, Thor. He's like Thor is just makes you want to stop being like stop working out. He's like that guy yeah. is so ripped in real life. He's so nice. Yeah. He's like it was so cool to meet Hemsworth and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> you know he's playing Hulk Hogan. They're, no. Yeah. They're doing a biopic of of Hulk Hogan and Chris Hemsworth is oh playing Hulk. Gosh. So I mean That's it's so cool. You know, you want to talk about somebody getting in shape. He looks like fantastic really yeah oh my gosh that's that'll exciting be, that'll be cool i'm such a nerd when it comes to movies and stuff so it's like you know it's Same. wild so it was really funny because when i watch movies if it's at home I'll, you know I'll, I'll pull up imdb and be looking at stuff you know trivia or things about the movie yeah and when i was watching ant-man and the wasp i was like i was like wait a minute Blake Voigt's on here. <laughs> like, you're on IMDb, which is yeah. so weird because I had no idea that you were in the movie and I knew that you had done uh, Now You See Me. Yep. Was it the sequel or just? I worked on both of them. Okay. And I'm currently working on the third one. Oh, no way. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler on alert. Podcast. Oh. Copy and sarcasm. But yeah. <laughs> that's that is awesome. Happening. Oh, that's so exciting. Starting Those were great this movies. week. 
starting this week call about that today yeah yeah yeah. no kidding man that's ooh, yeah. that gives me chills man i'm so excited yeah those movies were fun you know that's funny there's a um a, like a i don't know if it's a rumor or whatever that uh I, I, isla fisher that's who's the the female in it she almost died apparently and oh wow maybe in the first one so the first yeah, where one she's in the I water was tank. Not, yeah i mean that could be she was doing some really dangerous stunts yeah i was I was there on set for a couple weeks out of the months they filmed, yeah. and I wasn't there during that incident, if there was one. Mm. Um, but then for the second movie, I was there the whole shoot. Yeah. So, like, you want to talk about, uh, like, celebrity – again, not name-dropping, but just right. for, like, like – you know, dude, drop them. I, I got no names to drop, no, so you drop all the ones like, that you can. <laughs> you and I, growing up in Indiana, like, you know, like when you see like these these musicians you work with, right. or like you see people and you, you meet them, and I'm like, this is the craziest fucking thing ever. Yeah. So now you see me too. I was in London and I didn't know working on the movie how much one on one time I would have with any one person. I'm going to stop you right there because you said London. Do you remember the song that you sang at uh, senior uh, senior night? Foggy London. Foggy Town. London Town. <laughs> How do you remember that? I can Dude. remember that stuff, but I can't remember what my wife asked me to do yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I can't remember. Foggy London thing. Town. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyways, Good. Con- continue your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, and I, I, there was it, basically long story short. You know my brother Clark, who I was talking to yesterday about you. He's like Logan Campbell. Oh yeah, who you're talking to Clark. Man. Um, yeah, he he says hi. He says, oh, what's up? hi Clark. Um, but so I I'm like uh I, I talk to him regularly, mm-hmm. my brother, and he uh, I'm in London and we would do the read through of the movie, which is all of the actors sitting around a table, right. And they have the script in front of them, and they just read the script. Table but read. It's every actor. Yeah, but it's every actor. So like movie, Michael Caine and yeah, oh. and Daniel Radcliffe. Oh my gosh! And all these people, and so like, uh, it's maybe the only time in the entire production all of the actors are in the same room, right? Because they film the movie out of sequence and, and all this stuff. So I was just sitting against the wall, fly on the wall, taking notes in my script of like the magic trick that happened, right? And we, we did a, because it's a long process to read it. And halfway through, we took a bathroom break. And I went into the bathroom, and there's three urinals. And I was standing in the middle, and Daniel Radcliffe well, hold on. was standing. You, you, did you go in there first? No. Okay. So they so. Were, I didn't pick the <laughs> you middle. You didn't pick I know the middle first. No, 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 no. <laughs> there were two people peeing, and there was an open stall. And it was kind of like, all right, everybody, take, let's take three, four, four minutes. We need to use the restroom. Yeah. So I was like, you know, and I was like, oh, I got to break the dude code, and yeah. I got to go to the middle stall, yep. or the middle urinal. But it was Daniel Radcliffe and Michael Caine <laughs> peeing, and so I, I'm like, oh my god, like just peed, you know, did my business, and I went back, and in that moment, Clark texted me, and he's like, dude, how's London going? And I was like, well, I just peed between Alfred and Harry Potter. So it's going really well. (laughs) Jolly good. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. 
That's um, incredible. <laughs> that was crazy. That whole movie was fun, though. That's a good quote. I just peed between Alfred and Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Can't, can't even make that up. That was no, so you can't. Crazy. Oh, my gosh. No. So, yeah, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This is so one way. I feel I have so many questions. No, for man. You, but it's gonna be, this is this like, is for what are you. you? Up to? I'm, yeah. I'm just okay, working, well then, bro. I'm just next Monday. We're gonna have. I don't have a podcast, so I'm gonna ask you all of my questions off the record. Oh, there we go. That I have for you because this is this is so unfair. <laughs> How are you? What's life like? How's your Good, life? Man. What? Good. Okay. Yeah, things are going really well. How's work? Um, work is work. You know, it's 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 a day job. I. I've, Tell me something that's happened at work that you're allowed to say, which I'm sure there's stuff you can't say <clears throat> that your listeners haven't heard. Well, I'll tell you, happened recently. I'll tell you one thing. Um, I arrested a drunk recently, drunk driver. Okay. And okay. Um, he was <laughs> cordial the entire time. Uh, you know, most, most of the time in my experience, um, because I like talking to people and I've always been good at talking to people. I, yeah. you know, everything goes pretty well. I, I don't have a lot of you're uses. a people person. Yeah, I'm a people person. So I don't I don't have a lot of uses of force. Um, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's I, I, I take it's a point of pride for me. Um, so this 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 guy last night, um, he had never been to jail. So we're, we're on our way to jail. Did I just say last night? This guy recently. Um, yeah. We're on. Well, our no way. one knows when we're recording this. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> we're on our way to the jail after he'd been tested and everything. And and I'm explaining what's going to go on. Like, you know, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to go in, into the jail. You're going to get booked in. And he was like, I do have a question. He was very articulate with his words. And uh, he was like, I do have a question. I was like, okay. And he's like, will I have to use the restroom in front of people? And I was like, uh, ah. uh, pro- probably I don't, I don't work in the jail. So I don't know. And he's like, um, will I have to poop in front of people? <laughs> I was like, Oh my bro, gosh. I, I, I have no idea. Honestly, I, these are good like, questions. Sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, well, I did recently, uh, have a very healthy bowel movement. So I'm not really worried about that. <laughs> I was like, those were his exact yeah, words. <laughs> those were his exact words. I was like, a healthy bowel. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm glad that you had a healthy bowel movement. And, and I was like, all right. And, and he, he's like, yeah, it's, it's kind of natural for me, kind of normal, but kind of not. And I was like, oh, you should, you know, maybe look at a squatty potty. You know, it might change your life. And it, are you familiar oh with the squatty gosh. potty? Yes, yes, and, yes, yes. And he, <laughs> he was like, you know, I'm just creating conversation at this point. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you know, I, I tried it, but I felt like a parakeet. sitting on the toilet and i was like oh my god i was like oh so so that makes you not want to use it he's like yeah i felt like a parakeet and i was like okay um so have you ever met a constipated parakeet and he was like that's a good point good point (laughs) oh my gosh holy crap that's such a good point so i mean that's amazing that's the kind of stuff that uh you know policing in the midwest gets you is dude is that kind of stuff and you know what? I've never seen a constipated parakeet. <laughs> that's amazing. Have you that that should be their that should be their catchphrase for the squatty potty. Right. Have you ever seen a constipated parakeet? <laughs> and it's just a parakeet like Yeah, giving a thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Squatty Potty if you guys want to sponsor the show. Yeah. You know, this episode brought to you by <laughs> Squatty Potty. 
That's awesome. Uh, and TRL. Yeah, and TRL. Oh my gosh, TRL. <laughs> That's crazy. So you you had went from we graduate. I feel like we graduated high school and just disappeared. You know, a lot of us yeah. just scattered to the wind. You know, some yeah. of us went to, to local colleges and everything. And, um, you know, we would come back home for Christmas and things like that. And then uh, yep. some of us, I know you went to Purdue for like a year or two years. Uh, Maybe. I went for four. You did? Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> I, dude, I don't remember. See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like no, everybody I just know, scattered. I know. College, college is when, like, I feel like you're right. Like, we all started slowly losing touch. Yeah. Like, not losing, but like, like you just meet new friends, you, right. you have your college scene and then you like slowly, but yeah, I was there for, I didn't graduate, but I was there for four years. Hey, you know, it, I've always, I've always thought and, and more so recently now that a college degree really doesn't matter. It's yeah. It, well, I mean, it does for certain careers. Right. But there are other I'm, career paths that you can take that. Yeah. It's, I mean, you speak about being a people person. I feel like I learned a lot of the skills I use out here from charisma or show choir, but mm -hmm. not performing just like from showing up, traveling, yep. unloading a bus, uh, meeting the contact there, like all of that stuff we learned from Liz and like from behind the scenes, you learn being a part of a choir or, or, um, in musicals. Oh yeah. Uh, I was working, bro. This is going to blow your mind. Um, <laughs> last Tuesday Dude, you just did a magic was, trick over zoom that blew my mind oh, like, okay <laughs> yeah I'm just sorry I'm bouncing all over the place but I knew this would happen with you like I knew that that this I would jump from story to story it's but great last, I love it last last Tuesday I was on a call with these very creative people like these I don't I have no idea how on earth I got on this call so tricked my way on to being on this call and there are these amazing people working on this cool project and this one guy was like you know, this reminds me back when, uh, you know, for this, this musical no one's ever heard of called The Pajama Game. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> you, like you were call, in that. we I were in say, that. <laughs> I was like, yo, I know The Pajama Game. He's like, you know The Pajama Game? And I was like, yeah, I know The Pajama Game. <laughs> was like, seven and a half cents does oh buy a heck of a lot. Oh my gosh. He was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo, I was in that. Yeah. Um, steam heat. What did he say? He's like, steam like, heat. <laughs> he, he's like, <laughs> so, yeah, but, but, um, ooh, I don't remember how we got onto that, but, um, yeah. So you, uh, you went from college to working with like David Copperfield and David Blaine yeah. and like, oh, 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 I forgot. I, there was something I wanted to talk about. It's, this is with magicians. I, in my YouTubing of you, I came across a video of you and Harrison Ford. <laughs> that is my no, no, but no, but yes, uh, I was working with the guy who performed for Harrison Ford. The the one where he he David pulls, Blaine. It, oh, yes. it was David Blaine. Okay, I'm sorry, it was David it was, Blaine. That's no, that's no, no, what no, it no. was. That's like my favorite video of all time because Harrison Ford opens up this lemon or something and there's a dollar bill yeah. rolled up in it and Harrison Ford goes, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, I, oh my I was gosh. Working, so the guy who, the magician in that video, his name's David Blaine and I was living on his couch when that was recorded. But how that, so most magic shows, what a lot of people don't know in TV shows, which 
you and I know from TRL and stuff, they're filmed with mini cameras. Right. So there's all these cameras and magic shows are that way. If you film a, a magic trick with three cameras, you're more likely to not accidentally see anything. You're more likely to, um, if something goes wrong, you can cut to a better angle. Right. Um, but David Blaine, when I was working for him, he wanted the entire special filmed on one camera. Oh my gosh. And the reason was he wanted you to feel at home like you were there. Right. Because if you're ever there, you can't jump around angles. You're locked off on one shot. Right. But it made it so hard, but it, it made other things easier. And because of that, like with TRL or film crews, if you say to somebody, can we come film at your house? Um, like in LA, it, that's like 15 people. Right. Like that's the boom guy, the, the, the camera guy, the director, the 80, like you can list off all of these people you never see that are all behind the camera. Mm -hmm. And everybody in LA is like, no, you can't come over to my house. Like that's, <laughs> so the special you're talking about in Harrison Ford, the reason why David got to film with so many celebrities was the other thing is there's, there's a director of photography on a project. There's a camera operator. And right. then there's the director, all that handled the shot for David Blaine special. The director was the director of photography and was the cameraman. Oh, so when David filmed that show, he could show up to someone's house with just that guy and do the, do the trick. And do the whole special, though. So the reason why I'm telling the story is, like, we were all with David when he was, like, I'm going to try to film with Harrison, Harrison Ford and stuff. And then the reason why he was able to film this is he was, like, hey, can me and my friend come over to your house and film something? Mm. It's a totally different question. And I think my other buddy Rico was there, too. So, like, can me and my two buddies come over to your house yeah. and, and, and film something? Harrison Ford is going to be, like, sure. He's right. not going to be like, oh, is there a camera crew coming? Because then it's it's David, my buddy Rico, and then our friend uh, Matt, Matthew Akers, who's the director. And it's just these three guys roll up. But that's how he was able to film in Harrison's Ford's kitchen because he wasn't there with the whole camera crew. But, you know, I think he got kicked out after that trip. <laughs> well, he pulled the, uh, the Air Force One line, get off my plane. Instead, it was get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, how, how like, incredible for for you guys to experience Indiana Jones, Han Solo, and, and, you know, I mean, and Jack Ryan, the original Jack Ryan, telling yeah, you yeah, yeah. to get the fuck out of your out of his house. Dude, I mean, that's that's, so that's incredible. Funny. So so you worked with David Blaine. You lived on his couch for yep. however long. It was like seven or eight months. I was living. It was a big couch. Yeah, it was a nice couch. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember um, like growing up in Lebanon, I had every one of David Blaine's posters mm -hmm. um, in my room. I don't know if you ever saw like my, my room out in Lebanon, like had David Blaine oh, yeah, special posters, yep. you know? Yeah. We used to go over there and play did... poker and nobody ever liked oh, to play yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> there's another here nor there. <laughs> but uh, in my room, I had these like, posters of david blaine specials and i remember going out to new york and living with him uh the first night i fell asleep in his living room that's where i slept mm -hmm. was on the couch and hanging on all the walls were the original artworks of all the posters i fell asleep with oh, as a wow. kid and i remember like getting teary-eyed and i was like this is fucking nuts talk about full circle um, bro yeah it was weird 
falling asleep with those. But um, yeah, he was great. He's my favorite magician I've ever worked yeah. with. Yeah, if, like, if you haven't already seen, I think it's the original video is David Blaine Street Magic. Um, yeah, you can find it on YouTube and everything, and he's just walking around. David Blaine, people. Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. it's it's incredible. <laughs> there, the the guy's awesome. He was actually just on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about his his next, you know, big event because he's he's gotten into a lot of the um, Houdini type stuff, you know, where he was buried alive and you know held endurance his breath. And, yeah, endurance. Yeah. That's what it is. And he he's I don't know if he's already done it or if he's gonna do like the you know the little boy with the balloons kind of thing. He just did it. He just did. Yep. It. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. So he he took huge weather balloons, right? And with no parachute on, they were up in the balloons. He uh, went up the highest anybody's ever gone up, like the movie Up, just holding onto these balloons filled with helium to like the stratosphere, something like crazy. While he was up there took the backpack out, put on, and then parachuted down. That's incredible. He just did this uh, like a month ago in Arizona. And then my best friend Danny was living with David. And so we were working on stuff together. And I went over to Danny's house to hang out the day after the stunt or something. And I got on the elevator and like the elevator stopped and it was Blaine. And we're friends. We live together. We're right. doing a lot of stuff. But it was just weird seeing him the day after that stunt. Because, <laughs> like, he got on the elevator with me. And, and I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he's like, good. <laughs> just, just like, good job. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. You survived. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, so you, you, um, you did the – oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, the one story I tell with David is, like, being in Lebanon and, like, growing up watching his the street magic specials and stuff, I was very inspired by David Blaine. And whenever I dropped out of Purdue, I got a tattoo on my side that says, Dream Eyes Open. And it was uh, the first tattoo I got, and it's the last lines of David Blaine's biography. Mm. It says, as a magician, I can dream with my eyes open. And I remember that being a big step in my life. Like, stop trying to be a dentist. And I dropped out of oh, college. that's right. To, that's what you were doing. I was in school to be a dentist or an orthodontist. I played and a dentist. I was like, in, what? I played a dentist. When? In Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, my gosh. That's right. <laughs> it was the dentist. That's so crazy, man. I forgot about that. That was good. You guys did that was good. A good show. I remember. Yeah, that was fun. I remember watching that one because yeah. that that was the fall musical. No, summer. That was the summer one. Summer, summer, and yeah. I did tennis, so I couldn't. I didn't right. be it. So I watched because my girlfriend at the time, Amanda, was in it. Oh yeah. And you and Jared and I watched a few a few performances that of that. That was awesome. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean but to I got a tat- No, 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 no. I got a tattoo. Dream eyes open on my side. Of David's last words of his autobiography. Blake just lifted up his shirt and showed off this rippling body. It's it's incredible. <laughs> yes. Please describe to the listeners um, <laughs> how jacked I am now. Yeah. Um, but so he, uh, it was like a cool book I was motivated by. As a magician, I can dream with my eyes open. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Follow your dreams. Right. David Blaine. And I got dream eyes open tattooed on my hip. And dropped out of school, ended up working for some magicians and stuff. Two years later, I'm living with David, and I 
because I was living together. I just showered and I walked out of the shower and I have a towel wrapped around my waist. And I was walking to the living room where I lived and he was in the kitchen and he looked over and he goes, I didn't know you had a tattoo. And I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, this is my moment. I was like, I was like, I, I, I didn't even like, I had not even put that together. Yeah. And it's on my body. Like we'd been living together for like three months. And then I was like, Oh my God, holy shit. Like, and I, I go to show it to him and he's like, dream eyes opened what the fuck does that mean <laughs> i was like oh my god i was like uh dude do you have your book around here and he was like yeah and so we went and got it and i showed him he's like oh i'm so sorry <laughs> so now i love the tattoo even more but he did not write that so oh. for anybody that was <laughs> he's like it's really cool Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh. Well, I remember yeah. you, because you, you went after Blaine, you went with Copperfield, right? Uh, or was that vice versa? Copperfield first and then okay. Blaine. Yep. Because I remember it was like a State Farm commercial or something, and you're floating oh, yeah. in the background. The first time I saw the commercial, I was like, that was Blake. And, and no my way. wife was I'm like, so blurry. In yeah. The my wife was like, no way. And I, I sure enough, I looked up the the video and I was like, that's Blake. I know exactly what, like his, his, what, the way he would move his hands and his arms. I was like, that is Blake Voigt right there. That tall, lanky, skinny dude. <laughs> yes. That was, and that was me. Yes, it was. That was crazy. So that's I mean, hilarious. your, your career has definitely spanned. Sorry, I'm trying to bring up some, bring up these pictures here. Definitely spanned. Um leaps and bounds further than i think any of us really expect any of us to get i mean yeah i mean uh none of like you said do i have any dreams celebrities to meet or like dream things like i've just been lucky and just kind of gone with the flow out here in la yeah. and i would have never being a state farm commercial blurry in the background with david copperfield was not on my to-do list right you know like all of these things that have kind of happened have just happened and i've just kind of been open to the uh, opportunities and you know embrace them and taking advantage of wherever they come you know yeah oh that's the now you see me call yeah. actually hold <laughs> on let me there we go <laughs> we're good that's the pre-call for the call that's happening later oh man that's man this, yeah. that's so exciting i'm, I'm very excited but i've got so many cool buddies and stuff that we work together on these things now that like we still nerd out about it. So he's probably calling me to be like, oh, what are we going to talk about? On yeah. the next? <laughs> <laughs> and That's then we incredible. have to be all serious on the call. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be goofy on there. Um, well, I got to tell right you. Not right off the bat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Until you get to know yeah. people. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm way good on time, man. We're, we're way oh, good. you're good on, you're good on time. Oh yeah. 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 He's, he's way early. Oh, okay. Next him. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was say I'm I'm watching your clock because I know you needed to be done. Here. No, man. Well, you too. I know you got to get to work. It. I, the other I thing took, is like I'm. I took I'm an hour off work, tricks. so I. Dude, I, I'm I'm doing magic tricks for a living, and you are like saving people's lives. So yeah. you have way more important stuff uh, that I want to ask you about. That I. Can't. Well, I mean, you be my guest. I mean, I. I you know, so what are, are the main you said at the beginning of this podcast you said like the listeners are they hear you talk a lot about police stuff or what what do you mainly yeah, talk about i mean i i've got this is going to be episode seven i think 
Um, cool. So I've, yeah, I mean, it, you know, the, the story behind me starting this podcast is actually, I've, I've told it on here, so I won't rehash the whole thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, through my Instagram that I started a couple of years ago, I've gathered a little bit of a following just, you know, talking about, you know, having a positive mindset in policing and, and yep. stay, staying physically fit, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it moved on. I, I had asked all my followers, like, Hey, if I were to do a podcast, would you listen? And everybody was like, yes, we've wanted you to do this. And oh, cool. so, you know, I got sent a, a microphone from a friend of mine um, in Idaho, one of my followers. He, he was cool. like, Hey, I want to send you this mic. So I'm like, okay, I'm obligated to do it. And yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where I wanted to do this podcast, but there's a lot of cops that have them and it's all cop related stuff. It's all, you know, mm-hmm. so with cop related stuff, you're going to have two listeners, one cops and two yep. police supporters. Yeah. Well, and while that's all good and well, I don't want to hear the same police story time and time again, because while my stories are, may seem very particular, I guarantee you there's a dozen guys that have the same exact story that I just told you about the drunk guy. I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah, all yeah. experience a lot of the same thing. So I'm trying to yeah. avoid just talking about police stuff. So I, when I started it, I was like, what is, what, what's something that I could call it that it isn't going to be just police related. And I was like, well, I, I know we made a shirt that's, you know, the two things the cops run on is caffeine and sarcasm. So I was like, that's a oh, podcast that's title right there. So dude, that's perfect. You know, I, it, it was just, it was one of those things that just happened. And, and I asked everybody, they're like, yeah, that's awesome. And so I just threw it together and I just started talking and I've, I've, you know, shared some stories about policing and everything. And, and I'm sure a lot of my, my episodes will revolve around that, but I, I want to expand and just, and do it sort of like a Joe Rogan type thing where I literally talk to anybody and, you know, I've, yeah. I've reached out to a bunch of people and I've, I've gotten surprisingly gotten a lot of really good accepting of, uh, of interviews. So I'm, I'm going to have a lot. I don't know if That's you've listened to any of it, cool, but. No, I will now. I mean, I've, I've been moving and right. I like when you reached out, uh, that was a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Yeah. Something like that. So now that I'm in my new, it's all like boxes. I will not show you, but like <laughs> now that I'm in, like I can catch up on stuff. I love podcasts. Yeah. So I'll definitely be listening. Uh, not to this one. Cause I hate sound my own voice, but no, um, you'll have to listen to was, it though. <laughs> um, but now knowing like what your audience is, like I'm trying to think like I've had some run-ins with the police in like my experience with production and with, with different things I've worked on and, probably like all amazing experiences first of all i'll say that but like one of the more memorable (laughs) ones was in new york since we talked about new york and with the nypd um filming like i don't know how often like you run into permitting and and people trying to do stuff not where we are in in northern indiana so like in new york and la it's a big issue and you have to make sure you do it the right way and everything and sometimes it can get a little silly like how many things you need to sign but also i understand from a safety standpoint like certain things but then when it's smaller things like walking down the street with david blaine with a camera like those are things where needing to have a bunch of things filled out can be a little overkill right and we were always nervous about it but like any time we had the cops called on us with David. That was the person. He does the craziest shit. Yeah. David Lane. 
and we're in New York. So everybody's always watching cops called every single time the cops showed up, cop comes, you know, lights are up, cops roll up and, and all of us on production are like, Oh no, like we see the cops and we're like, are we doing something wrong? Yeah. And they're, uh, they roll up and they're like, David. <laughs> and David's like, Oh, Sam, Vinny. And like, and we, I, I like slowly found out David knows David Blaine knows every police officer in New York. No kidding. Like knows them, knows them. And I didn't realize this. He performs at the policeman's ball. He performs oh. for charity events. He goes there. He'll just go. I don't want to, like you were saying, like, I don't want to disclose where he is located, right. but he is located like very close, like to a very big, uh, police headquarters. Awesome. He just, and he just goes there and hangs out with them. And they're like, they're his friends and he yeah. will go when they're off duty and do tricks for them and like charity events with them. And then in return, like if he's ever working on something, they have shown up and been like, do you need us to get anybody out of here for you? Like, yeah. do you like, is everything going okay? And, and, and he's like, yep. Do you need us to be somewhere else? Are we <laughs> causing an issue? And they're like, no, we got a phone call that there was production going on. But if you're, sticks aren't on the ground like if your tripods aren't on the ground technically you don't need anything but just don't do that and so like i've had amazing experiences but i think that that in particular was one of the funniest like i was That's at crazy. david's uh, i was at david's apartment so many times when cops would just show up <laughs> and they, they walk in his door and in uniform and I didn't know they were his friends. Yeah. And, 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 and I was like, because I'm in the living room. Like, I'm on, in bed on my couch. <laughs> and these three cops walk in. And he's like, yo, D, we just got off duty. Like, what are you working on? And yeah. David's like, oh, okay, let me show you. And I'm like, geez. <laughs> like, like, it's cool and weird having a friend who has so many police friends. Yeah. Just because, like, you know, it, it, it is a brotherhood. I've heard and, and see that. Yeah. But, like when when he he is such good friends with them that like the nypd officers are some of the coolest officers i've ever yeah. encountered World's which finest. is cool yeah that's so, awesome but luckily no bad run-ins with uh the only other time i got the cops called on me which was rightfully so <laughs> was in was in la i was filming for a show where <clears throat> we borrowed someone's phone tied it to some balloons and we were like, I'm going to upload your phone to the cloud. Oh, no. And we let go. And the balloons just went up into the air. Fake. Well, I don't want to give away. But like biodegradable. Like we're, we weren't. Right. We thought we were doing everything right. And then the phone, you see the, the magician go, I backed it up. Don't worry. I backed up your phone. And then it was duct taped to his back. Oh. So that was the whole. It was a really cool trick. But we got the cops called on us because we didn't realize we were in Burbank airspace. At Burbank oh, airport. Oh, no. And so it was really scary and we were, we felt horrible, but yeah. like we were releasing balloons near flight paths. And uh, so that was really scary, but that was, that one was rightfully so we corrected it. We, we never did that again, but like, uh, I'm trying to think of like crossover stories between well, my world and I remember the world. you had called me. So now, now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's been not quite 10 years that we haven't talked. You called okay. me. And I want to say it was like 2015 and you were asking me if I knew anyone that 
that could create a device or had a device that would make all cell phones ring. Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> you, you were like, for some reason, you randomly FaceTimed me. And I'm like, why is Blake Oh my God. So I get on I there and you were sitting this. in an airport or something. And you were like, hey, we have this idea for a trick and we want to make every cell phone ring in a certain you know area around us. Do you know something? And he's like, the one person Me? I would think that would know someone would be you. And I was like, well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I know some people that work in CIA and stuff, but I don't, uh, you know, I just remember that. I just remembered it just now. So with a lot of the stuff I do with work, especially for magicians, we always want to push the barriers on right. what's possible. And in, in order to do that, sometimes we have to like break the rules of physics, break the laws of physics. And we want to make sure that we're not breaking the law, the law, right. like, <laughs> you know, like, and, and if we are, we we're breaking it with good intentions yeah. and we want to break it secretly by working with the police. Like mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've done stuff before where we contacted the local authorities. We, we had them and they were like around the corner, like, yeah. And we, we did like, but we, a lot of the productions I work on are really great in that way. Like we, we want to work with the police and not like secretly, you know, so <laughs> this was one of those times <laughs> we wanted, we wanted to make everybody's phone ring yeah in, a, in an area. And I just remember like privacy laws and, you know, hacking phones and, and all yeah. this stuff, like being an issue and somebody being like, well, we should contact somebody to see if this is even possible. And, and I remember like, Logan, let me call Logan. <laughs> <laughs> let me see if he thinks this is a horrible idea, if he knows anybody, because we had heard rumors of a device existing yeah. that basically the illegal use of it is that it was like acting as a cell tower. And so someone's phone would connect to this device and then that person could get all the information off of your phone right illegally and then you know horrible like that somebody would use that but as a magician we were like could we get a hold of one of these devices yeah. <laughs> turn it on make everybody's phone ring and then turn it off and give it back and give it back <laughs> like yeah, yeah like like we don't want to do you know and, and so that's where we were like because honestly, man, some of the craziest stuff we've gotten to do that could be considered against the law, yeah. we were very upfront with the people as to what we were doing. Like, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to use it for. Yeah. We're magicians. Can you help us do this? And nine times out of 10, the police or people we've worked with were like, you want to do what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, we want to do this. And like, I mean, you shouldn't be doing that, but wait, why are you doing it? And yeah. like, because of this, 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 we want to entertain people. And then like, you know, we would have also been open to like, you guys have it, you hold it. Like you hold it. Yeah. We don't want to touch it. Like you turn it on, you know, and like, like, and everybody's, you know, and we didn't end up, we ended up making everyone's phone ring in Times Square oh. in New York. We did it. No kidding. Yeah, but we did not use any illegal devices. Hmm. Is that on Maybe, YouTube or something? I think so. Dynamo is a magician I was working with in London. Okay. It was the the name of the show was Magician Impossible, and it was the New York episode. And at the end of the episode, everyone in Times Square's phone rings when he goes like this. 
And they are not actors. They are not in on it. And we did not use any illegal technology That's to crazy. do this. But maybe after the call, I'll tell you how we did it. Yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but in order to get to where we got with it, I had to call you. And I feel like you probably said something along the lines of like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> but like you said, there probably are things like that. Yeah. I probably do know them, but I don't want to reach out to them for my magician friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, I ended up doing it. I ended up, uh, uh, Steve Tarani is, is the guy that, that I ended up, he was my contact with the CIA and I'm, I'm going to interview him on here. And I had oh, asked cool. him, yeah. Um, I had asked him like, Hey, does this thing exist? And he's like, I cannot confirm nor deny. And so whether, yes. I was like, I was like, so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. That's hilarious. So, you know, it's yeah, you know, the, the connections that you have, it's, it's just so funny that you were like, I got to call Logan. <laughs> you haven't had him on the, on the show yet. Not yet. No, he's, he's coming. Oh, it's just, he's been, that's awesome. he's been busy training, but cool we should ask him again about (laughs) yeah yeah definitely (laughs) this was like you said like years ago this is five years ago so i'm sure if it didn't exist then it does now or you know i'm sure i'm sure there's there's another (laughs) device that does it yeah and it fits in your pocket yeah probably dude uh, i i gotta tell you dude this has been like it's been a blast i can't same. We we have to do it again, and I'm I I'm willing to bet that my listeners are going to be like, you got to have Blake on again, you know, because <laughs> it's just like, you know, I mean, for crying out loud, we did a magic trick over Zoom, and it worked. Like, it worked. Do do you think if people were listening and they did along with it, it would work? I don't think so, but I could come up with one if we if. You, on episode fifty-two, when you <laughs> need me back on, yeah, uh, I could come up with one that would work for people. Yeah. That one I was just did for you. That but was, yeah, I don't think that would work. That was wild, man. It was. <laughs> I, I've had so much fun catching up. Please uh, be sure to tell Linda I said hi and and, and everybody. Um, t- yeah, t- same. You'll have to send them the link to this so they can listen. Oh and, yeah, man. You know, tell your family I said hi too. Yeah, I will. Um, this has been too much fun. So. Um, where can everybody find you at? I am on uh, online. I am on the internet under my name. So just <laughs> Blake Voigt, and my last name is V-O-G-T. Uh, but the main area, I'm mainly on Instagram. So, right. And I'm on Instagram at Blake Voigt. So we've got at Blake Voigt and BlakeVoigt.com, right? Yep. Um, and then you can uh, support Blake. You can buy magic tricks from him that he's created. You know, he, he just, yeah. he just released a new one. Um, I, I, did. Um, I did. So there's all kinds of stuff weekend. that you can, you can buy and support Blake on there. Um, you can, you know, get, get you a cool set of uh, cards from theory 11. Um, you know, if, yes, if you're interested in collecting cards and I just think it's too funny that I still have this thing from odd man out. It's uh, <laughs> that's so cool. Man. I'm going to hold on to it. Yay! Well, the next time I'm in LA, I'm gonna call you, and yes, and we we gotta get together because yes, sir. This has been fun over the internet, but in person will be so much better. So, and I need to ask you all my questions that all your (laughs) listeners already know about you. Yeah, I need to catch up. You got my phone number, man. Yes, sir. (laughs) Well, thanks. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, Blake and I had such a fun time. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as, as much as I did. I, I encourage you to go back and listen to the section where he does the magic trick and 
It was this, it was so strange, and I I have yet to figure out how he did it. But I it's not there's no gimmick there. I'm not just playing that this worked. It it actually worked. He he, I I shuffled my own deck that I had in front of me, and he had one in front of him, and and we did this trick, and and it worked. I know it's probably just some sort of uh, numbers series, but of of all the cards, all 52 cards in the deck, he drew the five of hearts, and then I did too. It was this, it was creepy, and that's what I've always loved about Blake is that he's so good at that stuff. So I encourage you, please go check him out on Instagram, YouTube. Um, he doesn't have his own page on YouTube, but there's all kinds. Oh, he may, he might. I'm not really sure, but there's all kinds of videos of him on there. Um, Theory Eleven. Um, and blakevoigt.com. You can hire him for your kids' birthdays and stuff like that, too. Um, so I encourage you to check him out. Uh, please, as I always suggest, um, please subscribe to the podcast. Like it, share it. Um, give me a five-star review. Send it to all your friends, all your family, um, and let them know that, that this podcast is awesome. I think it's awesome. And clearly by the, the last ratings, um, they're awesome too. I thank everybody for for putting a good rating out there. Ryan Huff from uh, the Qualified Podcast just did one, uh, which I'm so grateful. I will be on his podcast in uh, the next week or so, and uh, it's a good one. So check that one out. I appreciate Dispatcher John leaving me a good review. Shout out to Dispatcher John. Um, and that's all I got. So um, as always, be sure to be caffeinated, be sarcastic, and have a great day, everybody. 